Hello, and welcome to Somatic Solace with me, Monique. I'm a retired somatic therapist, and in this podcast, I'm sharing recordings from previous classes. If you're not familiar with somatics, it's a therapeutic technique that honors your embodied wisdom. Movements are slow, and I'm very fond of rocking or swaying motions with pauses to notice how the movement may continue to resonate in your being, very much akin to ripples on the water. Today's practice is very much focused on the fluidity of water as we are centering the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is part of the immune system and works in relationship with your circulation to keep body fluid levels in balance. It's a marshy place with many tributaries. I suggest having a big mug of warm herbal tea or some water nearby to keep hydrated, as well as any other things that may support you in finding deep comfort. Yeah? Let's explore some waterways. Welcome to today's somatic session. We're going to uh, do a little exploration of our lymphatic system. And uh, I have a feeling that the people that are in the Zoom room right now already know what the lymphatic system is. Um, it is part of the circulatory system. So we have two branches of the circulatory system. We have the, um, I've got my notes. We've got the cardiovascular system, which is the, we have the, um, the heart, which pumps, right? So the heart is the, is the heart of the cardiovascular system and it helps to pump the blood through the system. And then the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump and it requires or relies on um, a few different things, uh, gravity, muscle contraction, and particularly the large muscles, um, our lats and our glutes and our hamstrings, our calves, the bigger, more powerful muscles when we contract and uh, release. And also when we stretch them, helps to increase lymphatic flow. And also um, hydrotherapy, particularly um, hot, cold, um, hot, cold, like 15 seconds of cold and then 15 seconds of hot and back and forth through that also creates a pumping uh, suction action in the lymphatic system. And uh, just a little caveat here too, if you do do the hot and cold, like in the shower, uh, aim for ending with a cold. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that it's probably not the most comfortable, but that is the best for your system. Breathing deeply and in and out through the nose also stimulates um, the lymphatic system. Massage, I'm a big fan of that one, um, either from someone else or um, giving yourself a massage, which is what we're going to explore today and dry brushing, another one of my favorites. So I just brought a few props here to show you 
So we've got this larger one. And the bristles are quite, are they're, they're natural um, fiber, plant fiber, and they're quite um, hard, they're bristly. And so to dry brush, before you take a shower when your skin is dry or before you take a bath, um, begin um, in a circular motion at the soles of your feet and move up your legs. You're always moving towards your heart. So up your legs, being very gentle in certain areas like behind your knees, in your groin, on your belly. And then come along your, your palms and the backs of your hands and come up your arms towards your heart again. And again, being gentle in those tender areas like the inside of your elbow, uh, your armpit. And then when you're coming across uh, the top of your chest here, be very careful around um, underneath the breastbone is your thymus, which is actually one of the organs that's involved in uh, the lymphatic system. So you need to, that's another area to be gentle. So, and then on down your neck as well. And all those, you could even scrub into your scalp if you have, uh, you know, short hair like me, you might get tangled up if you have longer hair. You could even do that. And again, always down towards the heart. So from the, ex from the outside of your body, the edges in towards your heart. And um, those areas that I mentioned, the way you be gentle, those are uh, where you have clusters of lymph vessels. So they're, they're kind of like uh, filtering stations <laughs> in your uh, lymphatic system, right? And uh, that's where you have uh, a cluster of lymph nodes. And that's often where you will feel a tenderness or a swollenness. Um, and this will let you know that your lymphatic system is congested or perhaps that you're fighting some sort of bacterial um, infection. So I think that's enough information, huh? Let's not make this information heavy. So, I invite you to come to a comfortable spot. Uh, you're welcome to lay down. Uh, I will later on invite you to come to a seat and maybe you wanna have a chair nearby if you wanna come up into a chair or you're welcome to sit on the floor, which is what I'm gonna do today. But for now, for a little meditation of arrival, I invite you to come to a place that is very comfortable. So whether that's laying down or leaning up against the wall, however it is, come to a spot of, of comfort, a spot where you feel supported. Perhaps even a little nestled, like you're held. Let's maybe imagine you're being held in a vessel since we're focused on the lymphatic system today, perhaps that vessel is a, is a very sturdy canoe. And you can nestle down into the hull of it and feel the rocking motion of the water. So the water is holding you and the canoe is holding you. Without changing anything, observe your breath. Begin to notice the quality of your breath. 
notice how the speed of it as it moves through Is your inhale the same length as your exhale? Or is one longer than the other? And again, no need to change anything here. We're observing and witnessing and allowing. And where does your breath, what does it travel to on the inhale? What parts of your body receive the inhale? And then which parts of your body let go of the exhale? Where does your exhale travel from? And as you're witnessing the flow of your breath, as you're witnessing the pace and the rhythm, you might notice that it begins to change your breath might be softening and deepening. Maybe it's becoming a bit more smooth. And if it feels right to do so, could you close your mouth? Could you gently draw your lips together and begin to breathe in and out through your nose? If you've chosen this option of breathing out and in through your nose, also soften your jaw, the hinge of your jaw, the upper jaw and the lower jaw where they meet. See if you can't ask that hinge there to soften and release. And let the root of your tongue be heavy and the tip of your tongue comes to rest gently at the back of your top teeth. You might even feel your tongue begin to spread and you could feel it on either side of either molar on the left and the right as the tongue starts to relax and spread. It might not release. The tongue is a very strong muscle and a very stubborn, useful muscle. Now with each exhale, could you feel yourself sink a little bit deeper into the support beneath you?
Now get curious and see if you can feel how the breath brings a rocking, a buoyancy, a fluid motion, even inside your body. Sometimes this, it, it's a very subtle sensation and sometimes it can be felt more strongly in your pelvis, in your lower back, in your hips. If you want to explore that, I invite you to bend your knees and place the soles of your feet on the ground. This is if you're laying down. And allow your belly to be soft. And on the inhale, your belly expands. And then with the exhale, as your belly softens and falls, you might feel a slight tuck to your tailbone, really very slight, almost like when a, when a dog tucks its tail between its legs you might feel your tailbone start to move in that direction on the exhale. It's a movement that's not perceptible by the eye. It's a felt sensation and it's small and it's subtle. When you inhale, allow your belly to expand Maybe you feel your rib cage rise, the ribs separate, your clavicle lifts. And then with the exhale, your clavicle settles, the rib cage contracts, and the belly softens and falls. So that sensation at the front of your body. How about if you're laying on the ground, how about the movement along your spine from your tailbone all the way up your spine, through your shoulder blades and up your neck to the base of your skull. What movement can you detect? On the inhale, as your belly expands, you might feel your lower back lift ever so slightly away from the floor. Perhaps your shoulder blades sink a little bit further into the floor. The back of your neck arches. Again, these are really very subtle movements. It might not even be a movement, it might just be a sensation. And then the base of your skull settles more firmly into the ground. And then on the exhale, everything softens, kind of moves in the opposite direction. And if none of these perceptions are presenting. These sensations are just not here today. 
Could you imagine that rocking on the water inside a boat? A very gentle, calm, serene lake. You're held by the canoe. The canoe is held by the water. And the water is held by the earth. You're welcome to stay exactly as you are. Or if you'd like, maybe come on up into a seat. And we'll do a few, um, a few self massage techniques that helps to uh, stimulate lymph lymphatic flow. So the first area and, and the one that's probably most accessible to most people would be the lymph nodes around our neck and our jaw and our collarbone. And then we'll move down into um, our arms. So the, our inner elbow and our armpit And then the soles of our feet, and the backs of our knees, and our groin and our belly. So we'll take a lymphatic journey and we'll make stops at all those ports, all those different lymphatic stations in our body. So if you have come to a seat, or if you could do this lying down too, if you'd like. I like to come to a seat only because um, it's a little bit of resistance to gravity. You know, laying down is the least resistance to gravity. Sitting is the next level, is a little bit, is some resistance to gravity. Standing is even more resistance to gravity. And then jumping up off the ground or uh, walking briskly is another resistance against gravity. And when we resist gravity, that pulls, uh, that brings motion into the lymphatic system. So if you're laying down today, go for it. <laughs> you're resisting something and that is increasing lymphatic flow. If you wanna to come to a seat, I'll meet you there. So the first, um, uh, place we'll focus on is here behind our ears, where the um, it's kind of a triangle. I think of it like the earlobe, the, the the jaw, and the neck. There's a meeting point there where those three they come together, and place your um, <laughs> your your middle finger. I'm laughing because I wanted to call it something else. Your middle finger and your pointer finger together and place it there in that junction where those three meet. And then your ring finger and your baby finger, bring it to the front here resting um, 
kind of underneath your cheekbones and your thumbs wherever they land. And now you're going to be bringing, um, you're going to be doing a little bit of a pumping action and we're going to repeat it uh, 20 times, 20 to 30 times. So, it, it, and it's a gentle, okay, so pump and then and then release. So I press into the skin and release. If you wanted to bring your breath in, on the exhale, I press. And then on the inhale, I release the pressure. Exhale, press in. And again, it's a lightly pressing. It's not a whole lot of pressure. The lymphatic system is a little shy, is a word I use. We need to be gentle with it. We can't chase it. Plays hard to get. Got to. It's a subtle system. So inhale, release, and maybe even imagine yourself filling up with space, filling up like a balloon. And then exhale, press into the area. Inhale, release. And now take your hands, um, almost like a, a cupping motion and place your your thumbs are again down on your collarbone and the palms of your hands and your fingers wrap around the back of your neck tucked back in behind your ears your fingers don't touch give a little space for your spinal cord and here it's almost like you're drawing your fingertips towards the, the uh, that called the heel of your hand. So you're creating a bit of a pumping as a, a suction motion with your hands. So rather than pressing in, you are drawing the skin from the back of your skull down towards that uh, junction point again behind behind your ears where the jaw and the neck meet. And it's again, it's a very soft and subtle motion and you could allow your head to fall forward a little bit maybe your chin tucks in towards your chest don't want to strain anything here as you're releasing and softening one area of the body be careful not to tense up another part so again on the inhale soften the pressure and allow yourself to fill with space, with movement, and then with the exhale, apply pressure, draw the skin from the back of your skull down towards that junction point behind your earlobe. And inhale, soften and release the pressure. And then take your fingertips and draw them through your scalp, drawing small circles, light pressure, coming down around your hairline. 
all over your scalp, drawing circles. Or you could begin to tap into your scalp. This tapping on your scalp is uh, part of a Qigong sequence. In this particular motion is called 10,000 dragons running through the forest, which I find completely delightful. So imagine your scalp has 10,000 dragons running through the forest of the hair follicles. <laughs> That'll be quite invigorating, right? And then continue tapping down the side of your face in front of your ears. So now you're coming down beside your, um, your eye sockets and soften the taps, maybe slow them down and come and circle around your eye socket up the bridge of your nose. I'm using just one finger on either hand and just tapping with a finger. I'm tapping the circle around um, my eye socket, the occipital ridge. That's gotta be a word, but you, you in the room would know what, know that word. <laughs> and then continue tapping down the side of your face and now tap underneath your cheekbones and come up around the side of your nose. So now you're tapping around your cheekbone. Again, moving at a, at a gentle, gentle tap, right? Gentle pressure. I know I keep repeating that. I just, more for myself, because I keep forgetting and I start tapping a little bit harder because it feels good. And I forget that lymph needs to be really quite soft. Now I've got all my fingers again involved in the tapping and I'm going along my jawline towards my chin. So I'm tapping from my earlobes towards my chin. And then when I get to the middle of my chin, I lift my fingers back out to my earlobes and tap in towards my chin. Do that a few more times. And now soften the tap even more. And maybe even let's not tap, let's just press our fingers on the skin of our neck, down the front of your neck. And apply a little bit of pressure to just draw the skin, almost like encourage the skin towards the heart, not really pulling it, just that's the motion towards the heart. And then when you get to your collarbone, when you get to your clavicle, you can rest your hands here for a moment. Let your palms rest here at the top of your chest, top of your breast. We also have a lot of lymph nodes in our breast tissue, particularly at the top here and down around the sides, uh, down towards the armpits. There's a lot of lymph nodes there. So rest in your hands here. And then if you'd like, again with that cupping motion where you're drawing the fingertips towards the heels of the hands, you could only exhale, draw your fingertips towards the heels of your hand. So a little bit of a massage maybe for the pectoral muscles here, but it's quite a, a gentle massage. And then with the inhale, release that pressure. 
we won't do this too often because it can cause um, some discomfort here at the front of the chest. So, and if that's happening, then, then uh, release the pressure and allow your hands just to rest here. Just the pressure of your hands here is, is, is enough to, to stimulate a response. And now cross your hands and place either hand underneath in your armpit. Like when you're cold, if we were in Edmonton and we wanted to warm our hands, we would place them in our armpits. My thumbs are out and just resting here. And then my, my fingertips are in my armpits. And here, if you wanted to repeat that pumping action again, on the exhale, press into your armpit area, into the tissue there. And then exhale, and pardon me, inhale and release. Exhale, press in. Inhale, release. following the rhythm of your breath. Releasing your hands, draw your palms together and rub them together. And then take one hand and slide it up the inside of your arm. Again, looking for a little bit of drag on your skin, a little bit of um, friction, but not so much that you're pulling that, that the skin that you can visibly seeing it being pulled. And coming up into the inside of your elbow. And again, resting um, the palm of your hand on the inside of your elbow and your fingers wrap around your arm. And you can begin that pumping action here. So inhale and fill, fill up. And then with the exhale, press into your inner elbow and inhale, soften. And then let your hand come up your arm, across your shoulder, across your clavicle, here, across your collarbone, and rest here in the center of your collarbone. You'll feel two notches, two uh, nodes, and then on either side of the node, you can feel the collarbone. So rest your 
I like to rest my thumb and my index finger on those two protruding bony bits. <laughs> oh, I always struggled in anatomy class. And I'm just applying very light pressure to those two bones. Almost resting my awareness here. Paying attention to this particular area of the lymphatic system. And maybe say a little thank you there to the all the lymph nodes there, there, the thymus for creating white blood cells. Strengthening our immune systems. And then once again, draw your hands here in front of you, bring them together, palm on palm, and rub them together to generate some heat, some friction. Now the other hand. So now you come up the inside of your other arm, moving slowly, applying a little bit of tension, a little bit of pressure onto the skin until you come to rest on the inside of your elbow. And then once again, wrapping your hand, your fingers around the top of your arm. Your palm is on the inside of your elbow and the heel of your hand is at rest. And then if you wanted to do the pumping sensation here on the exhale, press in. And inhale, release. Soften. Exhale, press in. And inhale, soften. A few more times like that, following the rhythm of your breath. And you know the when you inhale and when you exhale is uh, not magic. It's not going to affect whether or not you get lymphatic flow. I just like to press in on the exhale because um, for me it feels right to press into exertion, into the pressure. And then with the inhale, I imagine that I'm almost like a balloon. I'm a vessel and I'm filling up with air. And for me, that stimulates that pumping action. So the exhale compresses and presses. The, the lymphs, it squeezes the lymphs. And then the inhale softens them and releases them so they can open up and fill. And whether or not that's what they're actually doing, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of my imagination, imagining that my lymphatic system is squeezing on the exhale, and then on the inhale, it's softening and it's opening, and that is helping to facilitate flow. And then let your arm, your hand now travel up the rest of your arm, up into your armpit. Then come across the front of your shoulder, 
the front of your collarbone and then once again resting your uh, your thumb and your pointer your index finger on those two round bones that you have right here Just a little pause here. Reconnecting with your breath. Again, not changing the breath, just witnessing it. And if you have um, a glass of water, um, I have a big jar of herbal tea. Take something to drink if you have it close by. Hydration is also very supportive to the lymphatic system. So lots of uh, fluids. Water is of course um, the best or herbal teas maybe you'd like. I, I'm sure there are herbs that support the lymphatic system, but that is out of my wheelhouse. That's not something I have knowledge of. So now let's come down to our feet. And if you're laying down and you don't want to reach down to your feet, perhaps um, rub your the soles of your feet together either you could rub your feet together or you could rub the soles of your feet on whatever it is that you're lying on so you've got a few options here so much like how we rubbed our hands together we're going to do that with the soles of our feet so if you can reach down rub the rub your hands along the soles of your feet and then rub on the insides of your of uh, your ankles so coming up the inside of your legs and i like to draw my hands um like for a few inches up so like to the from my ankles to the base of my calf and then i release my hands from the skin and i come back down to my ankles and up to the base of my calves so i'm always drawing the skin um, the motion is always towards my heart. So I don't go from ankle to calf back down to ankle with full skin contact, right? My con the contact of my skin is from my ankle to my calf and I release, come back down to my ankle and up to my calf. And then come from your calf up to your knee, release calf to knee. You could even imagine, you know, that you're, you're drawing the, the water, you're drawing the, the lymph up your legs. You're helping it. You're assisting the flow. And then come up the insides of your thighs 
towards your groin. And then also um, along the outsides of your thighs as well, the outer edges of your thighs up towards your hips. And then bring your hands to the front of your belly. And I know that this is a real tender, tender spot for many people. And if this doesn't feel good, please just allow your hands to come to rest. But if it does feel right, if it's supportive, begin to um, gently rub your belly. And again, I like to take one hand at a time. I kind of create this circular motion. So one hand is down near my, um, my lower belly, close to my pubic bone, and I draw it up towards my heart. And as I release it, the other hand then comes along the lower belly up towards my heart and I release. So I'm in constant motion drawing um, along and I, I move my hands. So sometimes I'm at the front of my belly, sometimes I'm more towards the side and I'm just drawing up towards my heart. Again, it's a light touch. It's a very gentle, invitational touch. It's no pressure. And then if it's accessible to you, I can't reach very far up my back. Maybe you've got more mobility there than me. Bring your hands to your lower back down around your hips and draw up along either side of the spine up towards your shoulder blades. And you could do both hands or you could do like you did on the belly, you could do one hand at a time. Actually, if you do one hand at a time, this feels a little bit like swimming. I kind of like that. <laughs> Lymph is very watery. and Makes me think of all kinds of water motifs. So one hand at a time, drawing up your back from your hip your lower back following on the outside of the spine. So not putting any pressure on the spinal cord at all. You're on the outside of your spine. And then letting go of your hands, let's just pause for a moment. So I invite you to close your eyes. Maybe sigh with an exhale for a few, a few rounds of some very vocal breaths. And then to finish off your lymphatic massage, shake out your hands, shake out your legs, your feet. Shaking is another good thing you could do throughout the day to bring some flow into your lymphatic system. And then one last time, really quickly and with long strokes, brush your body from 
fingertips towards your heart, from toes towards your heart, top of your head towards your heart. And then the last thing to do is some tapping. So tap along the along your arms towards your heart, from your hands. Again, we're doing just like as we were doing what I suggested with the dry brushing and what we've been doing with all this stroking is from the toes to the heart and the fingers to the heart, from the top of the head to the heart. And one last time, a really, really gentle, gentle tapping right here in the middle of our breastbone. And then lay your hands here on your breastbone. And again, I invite you to close your eyes. Notice what you notice. Notice what sensations here are floating to the surface, what's floating into your awareness. And if you have a beverage close by, again, take a few more sips. And then come into that comfortable space again. So maybe you want to put on socks or a sweater, or grab a blanket, grab a puppy. <laughs> Find yourself snuggled down into some comfort. Take any movements you may need to take. If you wanna do a little bit of a twist or some sort of bend or fold, if you feel like you need something before you come into rest, go ahead and take that. Now, once again, imagine you are being held inside a canoe. Maybe it's even one of those round Irish boats for one person, a carrack, I think it's called. You nestle down really safely in this vessel. The vessel's on the water the water is held by the earth. And can you begin to discern a very gentle, very sweet rocking motion? Now I'll leave you in silence for a few minutes and then when, that's, when it's time to come out, I'll give you a few options.
begin to come back to the rhythm of your breath. Begin to once again notice the rhythm of your breath. The pace and the qualities of it. Notice how your breath brings a gentle rocking motion to your body, a buoyancy. And begin to bring some gentle movement. Maybe wiggle your fingers and your toes. Rock your head from left to right. And then rolling over to one side and coming up into a seat where we'll meet together to close our practice. So one thing that came to me is the land that I live on is exquisitely beautiful. It's unseated land. It's the traditional homelands of the people who, whose livelihoods depended on the waterways, depended on the Coast Salish Sea. It still depends, all of us, we all depend on it, but they, they're the water keepers. They take care of the water. So it's the land of the, the Squamish, the Musqueam, and Musqueam means people of the river grasses. And the Tsleil-Waututh, Squamish, the Stolo out in the Fraser River. So I live in a land that is very, water is all around me. I'm so very conscious of it. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this from, bring to mind some waterways around you. Some of the ways that water keeps you and holds you in your own life. Not only your internal waterways of your circulatory system, your blood, your lymph, but also the water all around you, the fresh water, the salt water, the water that falls from the sky, the water that pools underground Let's give thanks for that. And then maybe draw your hands together, palm on palm one last time and rest the, your thumbs on your sternum. So once more near that thymus gland. Bow your head towards your heart I always think of this gesture as uniting my intellect and my heart, my intellect and my intuition, my thoughts and my passions, my thinks and my loves, and extend some gratitude towards yourself, 
tending to your own needs or planting some seeds of self-compassion. And I thank you for sharing your practice with me today. Have a lovely day and maybe seek out some water, whether it's a bath or a, a big glass of cool water, or maybe you can find yourself at a riverside somewhere or beside the ocean. Maybe you can dip your toes in some running water, however it is. See if you can't seek out some water today. And just remember that you are also made up of water. <laughs> 